girls can kiss now. Oh, That's no. the intro. Oh, no. I didn't realize you were recording. That's the intro. Bye. Hey, everyone. My name is Brendan Patrick. That's Sophie Green eating a cookie. <laughs> and you're listening to the Superlit Podcast. It's so hot in here. Intro <laughs> music. The Superlit Podcast is a bi-weekly podcast pertaining to books about the LGBTQIA community. Hello, Sophie. Hello. How's that cookie? Oh, it's really good. Um, it's 100 degrees in here. <laughs> um, I'm only exaggerating a little. It's like 79 in here. <laughs> oh, it went down one degree. Oh, the it's 78? working. It's 78 now? No, it was 80 before. Now oh. it's 79. Oh, fuck me. Well, um, so you're going to hear a fan in the background. I'm sorry about that. Um... But, hey, it's hot. We're hot. It's hot. We're here to talk about a hot book. Hot podcast summer. <laughs> this week, we're talking about Girls Can Kiss Now, period. That's it. What's that? <laughs> it's uh, Girls Can Kiss Now, a book of essays by Jill Gutowitz. Mm-hmm. Um, Diablo Cody has the blurb on the front, hilarious and heartfelt. I absolutely agree that this book is fucking hysterical. It's very funny. I'm just gonna start out there. Um, usually what I like to do, too, is just talk about the book art real quick. Um, I love this. It's cute. Yeah, I have the paperback version, which means it probably had a hardcover at some point. Um, or is it vice versa? No, the hardcover normally goes off first. Okay, so, I mean, hey. Since Sophie's eating a not-toffee cookie, um, I'm going to read the back of the book. Jill Gutowitz's life, for better and worse, has always been on a collision course with pop culture. There's the time the FBI showed up to her door because of something she tweeted about Game of Thrones. <laughs> the pop... <laughs> My dad showed up. <laughs> Astounding. The pop songs that have been the soundtrack to the worst moments of her life. And of course, the pivotal day when Orange is the New Black hit Netflix and broke down the door to her sexuality. And these honest examinations of identity, desire, and self-worth, Jill explores perhaps the most monumental cultural shift of our lifetimes, the mainstreaming of lesbian culture. (laughs) Dusting off her own personal traumas and the artifacts of her not-so-distant youth, she examines how pop culture acts as a funhouse mirror, reflecting and refracting our values, always teaching, distracting, disappointing, and revealing us. Girls Can Kiss Now is a fresh and intoxicating blend of personal stories, sharp observations, and laugh-out-loud humor. This timely collection of essays helps us make sense of our collective pop culture past, even as it points the way towards a joyous, uproarious, near, and very queer future. Yes. Hmm. I forgot that she's from New Jersey. I read this. Yeah! I forgot the parts of this are about her being in New Jersey. Hell yeah. So... Sophie and I... Oh, yeah, yeah, I didn't read any of those. Sophie and I decided to split up the book to pick different stories. Because we did that last time. 
Not so much an anthology, yeah. Mm -hmm. So this is like a collection of essays from the same person, but they're all like range from like I don't know what, like ten to like thirty or forty pages. Some of them are a little longer. Um, so I picked memeing with the FBI because mm -hmm. it hits close to home. Mm -hmm. At Britney Spears blackout. No, not that one. And then I picked kiss me, murder me in the woods. <laughs> Which ones did you pick? Uh, the most important sapphic paparazzi photos in modern history. Okay, thank God. A supercut of lesbian yearning. Thank God. And um, current lesbian canon as it stands. Thank God. I'm glad to know we have <laughs> the current lesbian canon. The first one that I picked was meeting with the FBI. Mm -hmm. That is the one that is she is. Please don't touch me. Um, is when she is. <laughs> Sorry, Shadow just touched me. I don't it's want it. It's so hot. It's so hot in here, and you're just made of warmth. <laughs> um, memeing with the FBI is interesting because it has a time frame of, like, her beginning of, like, using the internet. Uh-huh. The bad times of AOL chat rooms. Hell yeah. <laughs> and then um, the, like, current modern day, like, her getting, like, swatted, if you will. Mm-hmm. Um... I think her and I's beginning with the internet is very similar mm -hmm. <laughs> because I also went into those chat rooms. Yeah. Um, and <laughs> the thing that happens with her, so she's talking about how, I mean, I didn't do this, but like she went into like hardcore chat rooms, like uh -huh. fucking chat rooms. Uh -huh. But she's like 10, <laughs> yeah. 15, yeah. that age point. So like really should not be anywhere near that kind of content. Yeah. But it was, like, the early... Like, the late 90s when AOL was, like, the way you got online. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and she was going into chat rooms and just, like, really saying naughty, disgusting, awful shit. And her username was Pokey Guts. Yes. Because it's part of her last name, so G-U-T-Z, mm -hmm. and mixed with Pokemon. I which love it. in a, like... Hardcore sex chat room. Yeah. Poke guts like yeah. that girl. Yeah. Oops. <laughs> um. Nine one one. Yeah. True. Absolutely nine one one. And then her, her username got reported, and all of the stuff got sent. Like all of the messages that she exchanged with anyone mm -hmm. was like sent to her by like sent to her dad because their <gasps> things were connected. Oh no. Um, oh, she lived a nightmare. Yeah, she lived everyone's she, nightmare. She had to explain to her parents no. when she got home from school that someone hacked her account and sent all of these very explicit things over and over and over again. That's and it is hysterical, but also fear. I wanted to cut my eyes out of my face That's, upon reading it. I would want to cut my ears off yeah. upon hearing it. Yeah, it was very funny. And then it gets to the point where... Um, the senators that voted for Brett Kavanaugh to be instated, mm -hmm. she made a kill it. You didn't watch Game of Thrones. No. So the one character, Arya Stark, related to the guy with the curly hair, Jon Snow. Sure. Um, she, she, little tiny girl, becomes this person that can, like, take on the form of other people. She's, like, the faceless one or something. Okay. And... She basically has a kill list. It's a revenge list of everyone who's ever wronged her. Okay. So, the tweet that she had was like, um, <laughs> here's the tweet. Arya Stark voice, McConnell, like all of the... Yeah. And um, that 
So that list of people, mm-hmm. in no way, shape, or form, that says that she's going to kill, harm, torture anyone, got yeah. reported to the FBI. Yeah. And they came to her house, I mean, her apartment, and, like, questioned her. Oh. It, the actual FBI. It's Twitter. It's Twitter. And also in this, um, this thing, so she wants to make... Like, she wants to do, like, an article about it. Mm-hmm. Like, talking about, like, how she basically got swatted over a meme. Yeah. Um, and no, like, Vanity Fair wouldn't publish it. Because mm-hmm. she had been writing for all these magazines at this point. Mm-hmm. No one wanted to publish it. And they were like, you should just let this go. Mm-hmm. And when she tried to find out... Because you can legally look into, like, what is... Like, what things are filed against you. Mm-hmm. If you have a report against you. And the FBI kept just saying, like, no, we don't have record of that. That didn't happen. That mm-hmm. wasn't a thing. And she's like, okay, so were the cops that came to my door really cops? Yeah. Or, like, can I actually tell the difference between a real FBI badge or, like, a, like, Law & Order SVU badge? Mm-hmm. Um, so it was, like, kind of interesting. And then at the tail end of it, she spoke about how the guy who had mailed like, bombs to, um, the people who are, like, running against Trump, Mm -hmm. um, he, like, said online that he was going to do that, and that didn't get flagged until after he already did those things. So it was just interesting that she got, like, super hot red flagged, like, basically swatted, um, and thankfully not harmed by Uh the FBI, but this man who actually intended to harm people with, like, explosives, it happened. Well. So, um, that, I just thought that was interesting. It's very funny, but also very serious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah. beginning is, like, very funny, but also, like, oh my god, no! Yeah, yeah. But also, everyone in the 90s, like, that was your experience with AOL chat rooms. Oh, for sure. We all know what you were doing in there. <laughs> I was talking about ne- my Neopets. Yes. Yeah. Your new pets. My new pets. <laughs> I was on addictinggames.com. That's true. Um, but yeah, that was the first one that I read. Um, and then, which one did you read? The uh, 10 most important sapphic paparazzi photos in modern history? Yeah, 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 yeah. Can you yeah. tell me about that? Because I remember sitting on the couch with you when I was picking these out. Uh-huh. And I kept just saying, like, chapter titles. And I was like, technically, they're really all funny sounding. Uh-huh. Um, when you handed me this book and you're like, oh, this is funny, and then I read, like, the FBI showed up because of me, I was like, I have to read this book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that, the chapter that you picked out, that sounds amazing. What are the photos? I need to know. Oh, well, here, wait, can I have the book? Yeah. Okay, um, first of all, in the intro, Uh because I did read, I read the intro also. Oh, did I? Um... It's just, like, very fun, and it sets the tone Oh, the introduction? Well. Yeah. But I have a quote pulled from it that just says, I'm uh-huh. simply a thousand-year-old gay witch trapped in a human body waiting. <laughs> Wait, there has to be a lot more to that quote. Hold on. Just waiting. Oh. <laughs> I'm simply a thousand-year-old gay witch trapped in a human body waiting for the curse to be lifted, spending my days blending and writing about Lindsay Lohan. <laughs> Oh my god. Uh, I thought that was very funny. Yes, absolutely. Um, this chapter is really interesting because it talks a lot about um, how, like, her entire experience with, like, any kind of relationship 
or like anything before she was like in college was just reading magazines and trying to figure out what people did in relationships. So she's like, there's like a part where she's like, there's like four things I know for sure that couples did because I read about it in magazines. They cozied up in Miami. They were caught like canoodling on the beach, like all the stuff that are like headlines. No. She's like, yeah. I don't know what people did. I just read magazines about celebrities and I assume that that's what you did when you were a couple. You went to LAX, like those are the things you do. <laughs> what was she playing the Kim Kardashian game? She was just reading like People and Cosmo and stuff and that was like yeah. her only experience. So like there is this chapter is broken up into like sections where she names mm-hmm. each of the like photos. Yeah. I can, I'll just read them all, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, tell um, me the names of the photos. Uh Cara Delevingne and Michelle Rodriguez vaping. That's so specific. <laughs> Miley Cyrus spotted kissing Caitlin Carter on yacht in Italy. <laughs> this one's my favorite one. Oh, Queen Latifah lies on ground to capture content for her girlfriend. An iconic moment in history. Queen Latifah's queer? Yes, bitch! I had to have known this. There's no <laughs> way I didn't know this. Unlock that memory in your brain. <laughs> Enhance. Turn it on. Computer enhance. <laughs> Jillian Anderson and Mega Fox walking. Jillian Anderson walking with Ellen DeGeneres and Alex Hedison. What? Carol Delevingne and St. Vincent squirt pops Rotsies with water gun. Oh my god, I forgot about her and St. Vincent. <laughs> Lindsay Lohan and Samantha Ronson pose for a photo at Fashion Week. Janelle Monet and Lupita Nuango grinding at the Met Gala after party. That sounds right. <laughs> Kristen Stewart hangs out of moving car to take hot photos of Stella Maxwell. Cara Delevingne. They're all of Cara Delevingne in them. Cara Delevingne and Ashley Benson carry sex bench into their home. Oh, An iconic moment in truly. history. Um, I think that they're not dating anymore. I don't even know who that other girl is. Ashley Benson? <laughs> yeah. She's from Pretty Little Liars! Sure! She's Hannah! Which one's Hannah? The blonde one that didn't die. Probably. No, I'm not kidding! <laughs> You watched it! You watched that show with me! No, I did not. Ashley Benson! Just because you put a TV show on in front Hannah. of me. She's Hannah. 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 Okay. No, she's Hannah. She's the blonde one that didn't die that I kept referring to as the blonde one that didn't die. She had the really bad extensions in every episode. Okay, I think I like She vaguely, isn't Lucy I, Hale. I vaguely remember her, and that's what I need to yeah. know. She's the one that isn't Lucy Hale. <laughs> Um, Shadow. <laughs> this was a very fun. I'm gonna get back. I'm Shadow is staring at me like she wants to eat me. Um, this is the entire episode's gonna be unhinged. I'm so sorry. Yeah. Um, this this chapter is very good. It was less so of like a narrative and kind of just like really like quippy remarks about specific photos that uh-huh. were like really well known paparazzi photos. But it's like very fun. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It was cute. The. <laughs> The one quote I have is after the in the Queen Latifah like little section she wrote it ends with my question for straight people is this if you're part of a couple which one of you poses for hot content and which one of you lies on the ground to capture the hot content an important question that is a question that must be answered um, I don't want to hear about tops or bottoms no. I want to hear about who lays on the floor to capture the hot content <laughs> And who is creating the hot content? That's what I want to hear. 
Yeah. What was the next one that you read? Um, the next one I read was a Britney Spears blackout. No, not that one. Uh huh. Um, so <laughs> I was talking to my new manager about this. Mm-hmm. So let me actually flip to it. So she refer- she is on the tennis team. Okay. And she's like, the tennis team is full of not hots. Uh-huh. And I'm like, okay, sure. I mean, I thought it was a sports team, so I assumed that that meant everyone on it was a popular hot. Yeah. But apparently in every year, they need one popular hot to join the team, so uh-huh. other popular hots will join the team. Uh-huh. And apparently this girl named, like, I think it's... it. I th- uh, I'm just gonna say it's like Rebecca because I'm forgetting the character's name. The girl mm-hmm. that like joins the team, she mm-hmm. like leaves the volleyball team to join the tennis team, and apparently oh it's God. like a big thing, and uh-huh. she like doesn't give a shit. Yeah. So there are mixers that every week, um, one of the like tennis moms hosts, mm-hmm. and it's basically an excuse for the tennis moms to get together, drink wine, be drunk, yeah, and the kids to like have pizza and hang out. And they're watching uh, MTV Hits. Mm-hmm. So it's like the MTV channel that is all music videos. Yes. And the like thing is them like talking about like, you know, we're just like watching music videos. It's on in the background. Mm-hmm. And then they're hanging out and all of a sudden they all get enraptured by Britney Spears' Slave for You music video. In oh. which Britney Spears is grinding on everyone and anyone in this video yeah so like men women the snake it's just everyone is here thank god um thank god for banana the snake yeah um but she's like super like sweaty we all know the imagery Mm -hmm. it's really hot literally but also hot sexually Uh but like it pops on and the hot popular girl Uh ashley rebecca whatever her name is (laughs) ashley rebecca is like she says, I'd go down on Britney Spears. And this, like, literally implodes Jill's brain. Because yeah. Because she's like, are you, t- you're talking about, like, eating her out? <laughs> you're gay? <laughs> it's just like, she goes, I knew lesbians existed, but not in New Jersey. Not here. <laughs> and I screamed. I was reading this at work, and I was like, I, no joke. Like, this is, like, laying out on my work desk. Yeah. And... I explained to my new manager, I was like, oh yeah, like this book, this book is funny. Um, if you like queer literature, like this is a, like a pretty funny book. Uh huh. But it also, it talks about that. And there's also like a, she's talking about how when you're, they said it in the back of the book too, when you're like in a couple and you're like, oh, this is our song. No, it's not. Yeah. It's going to be something that plays that like for some reason, like you hear it at the grocery store and your brain implodes and you're suddenly sad again or mm-hmm. like whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And every time she hears Britney Spears' Slave for You, she yeah. is blasted back into that moment uh-huh. where she's like, You're gay? Like, yeah. She apparently thought about it for weeks afterwards. Oh, I would It was too. like life defining. Yeah. But like this girl just like casually was like, Yeah, I'd go down Britney Spears. <laughs> Astounding. It was just. Um, Good job. Yeah, but what is which? Which one did you do next? Uh, a supercut of lesbian yearning. I saw that and I was like, Sophie, 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 <laughs> you love yearning. You I are love, yearning. I love a slow burn. You are yearning. So okay, here's my thing. I love a slow burn, but mm-hmm. I also 
hate when it's just people staring at each other. So, so you'll hate Bridgerton? <laughs> yeah. Well, no. So that's like, I like period pieces. Uh-huh. I like, like stuff that's like, I don't know, just like a lot of build up and uh-huh. very like overly sappily romantic. Yeah. But I like have a point where I'm like, all right, so there needs to be some kind of action. Not like, oh, they gotta make out, but yeah. like characters, they gotta do something that uh-huh. like is not not just staring at each other. Like, this it has season to be, like, of Bridgerton was eight episodes of yearning and being mean to each other. Uh-huh. And granted, they do, like, make out at one point during that, and then bang, in, yeah. like, the seventh or eighth episode. Okay, oh, so, the, I like this chapter because it's a lot more, like, sentimental and serious. Mm-hmm. It starts off, like, nonsensical. Um, it's basically just talking about how, like, all lesbian films that existed in, like, the 90s and, like, the early 2000s are just about, like, women staring at each other and either not doing anything about it, doing something about it and being punished or like doing something and then like separated at the end because it's like I think they they shouldn't do. Yeah. Um the quote that I have a lot I pulled a few quotes from this, but there's like a part at the beginning where she's talking about when she's like younger and like <laughs> is trying to describe like the collective lesbian experience of like yearning and mm-hmm. um like emotional like turmoil and at one point she just she says the um like looking out your car window on a rainy day in the road trip is like a lesbian experience because it is the beginning of yearning <laughs> yes so it's it like starts with that um mm-hmm. she talks about like some experiences that she had when she was like in high school and like the beginning of college um, where she was, like, dating mm-hmm. men because she was like, this is what I have to do, right? And, like, the absolutely fucking unhinged behavior that she had. She, she like, described losing her virginity by, like, bursting into the boy's room that she was, like, sort of seeing, just taking off all of her clothes and going, I have to have sex right now. <laughs> She's like, like, it was, like, a chore. Like, <laughs> I need to do this. Sorry. Oh, no. Years. And then they just never, like, talked again after that. Or they, like... They didn't talk after, like, a couple of weeks after that. It's, it's very it's very interesting. But at one point, she describes dating men mm-hmm. as living a half-life. I think I feel like I know this. <laughs> it's, very, it's very good. Yeah. Oh, and then, okay, and then the other thing. I have, like, so many notes about this. <laughs> the follow-up for all of that, like, kind of, like, build-up of, like, what her, like, experience with lesbian yearning is is... Um, touch once then die <laughs> that's how she describes like lesbian media um, touch once then die <laughs> so the first half of that that uh-huh. one is like a little bit longer the first half of it is very like lighthearted, and basically just like poking fun about how like most lesbian media in the early 90s and 2000s just like trauma and porn basically yeah. is like absolutely abysmal and then she goes into, like, a really personal story about, like, falling in love with, like, her best friend when she first moved to L.A. And it's, like, actually extremely excruciating to read because it's really heartbreaking oh. the way this person treats her. No. Um, yeah, it sucks a lot. Um, they don't actually date, right? No, they don't date. And Good. they, like, but she has, like, she, like, cares about this person so much. And she, like, describes, like, one point mm-hmm. they this girl was like 
away for like a couple of weeks and so when she came home Jill was like at her apartment or they met up like the day she came home because like her birthday had passed so she like gave her like concert tickets for this like band that she knew that the girl loved and was like fantasizing about going to the concert together and it was very cute and then she like got there and the girl was like oh I brought someone that I met while I was gone home do you want to go out with us and it's just like completely heartbroken because she like was anticipating spending like the night with this girl and um it just keeps getting worse (laughs) it gets really bad uh it's awful that's terrible it sucks so like i don't know i really liked this chapter though because it was like significant it was a lot more personal and like yeah no this story had a lot more um of like a personal story into this in the second half of it but it's Mm -hmm. just like it, I mean, I don't know. It's written really well, though, because it talks about, like, the the entire point is, like, that, like, all the thing that she learned from media when she, like, was younger is that, like, all really re- lesbian relationships are doomed to fail. And then, like, the first time... And they weren't dating, and they didn't have, like... They didn't establish that they had that kind of relationship. Yeah. But that was, like, the first time that she ever felt, like, Put romantically, emotionally yeah. attached to a woman. Mm-hmm. And she also was, like before she met this person she was like struggling with her sexuality so she was like literally coming out and then like the first person she like attached herself to was like devastating mm-hmm. um so it was just very it was well written um what was the name of the person that she was not seeing uh darcy okay <laughs> of course yeah i just wanted to make sure that it wasn't the person in the chapter that i, that I read that they were dating oh no 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 no. Like, she no. explicitly said that this person they didn't date and i think that this person identified as street uh, oh that's the worst yeah i um that happened to me in high school <laughs> the, the only the other quote i have from this chapter she's talking about like how the lesbian media is very like you can't be together but like you can like be together but whatever um (laughs) uh straight people someone needs to tell you once and for all you were allowed to be together you've always been allowed to be together romeo and juliet is essentially hetero fanfic about what it's like to be gay your parents hate each other who cares (laughs) It's it's, it's great i like her writing a lot yeah um i agree with that that quote that you pulled yeah I feel like the only the only other thing I have so I have other stuff to it's others oh I forgot there's a whole section in this in the beginning of that chat this chapter this one this essay is really long mm-hmm. and has a lot of stuff because she basically goes through her, like her entire like which one is that one uh, a supercut of lesbian yearning she talks about like her entire experience her, like every sexual experience she's had not yeah, like that's, explicitly I think maybe the longest one because that one. Oh, that one and Kill the Creator of Entourage in Your Head. Mm-hmm. Those seem to be the longest. Mine were 15 to 20-ish pages each. Mm. Yeah, I, I think that one, the one that you were just talking about is, I think, one of the longer ones. Yeah. Um, but it, like, is she, the it, the whole, the, I mean, I guess it's a super cut, because she basically goes through, like, all of her sexual experiences, like, mm-hmm. like, not explicitly, but, like, as, like, she talks about, like, when she's, like, 10, what she thought, like, sex men, like, when yeah. she's, like, 12 and 13, like, what she thought, like, re- a relationship meant. And then she, like, goes through, like, all these guys she dated, but she just refers to them all as the names that, like, her and her friends gave them. 
So oh, it was yeah, like yeah. banana peel guy. Banana uh, peel guy. <laughs> um, oh, hereditary guy. Um, hereditary guy? <laughs> yeah, that one's... Is that about the guy from Hereditary? No, okay. Um, hereditary guy. A guy who lived down the hall from my, me sophomore year of college. He loved Rage Against the Machine. We dated for three months. It ended after I came stumbling... Oh, I came stumbling to his dorm one night, tore off of my clothes, and declared that I wanted to have sex for the first time. He panicked and told me this dad has erectile dysfunction and it might be hereditary. <laughs> So he's a hereditary guy. Oh, yikes. Um, I wish it was the guy from Hereditary instead. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah, that's that chapter. Um, I, I like, I think that might be my favorite one that I read. That one sounds nice. It's really good. Um, Sorry, I talked No, it's fine. That was, I mean, that was an important chapter, I think, more so than the other ones. Mm-hmm. Um, so the last one that I read was Kiss Me, Murder Me in the Woods. This one is about, like, her first kiss, I believe. Mm. Um, yeah, I think it's about her first kiss and how he, like, goes to lean forward. They're, like, in the woods. They, like, go there for, like, a special spot. Mm-hmm. And she, like, she feels the expectation, like, looming forward. And she feels, like, her first, like, kiss. It's either with this guy or just in general. Mm-hmm. is like, being soured because her body's... Literally, Park <laughs> says, um... Jack inched towards me. Run, I thought. He moved closer. Run now, I thought. (laughs) My body answered. I bolted back through the trees, bounding over damp rocks and black puddles. I felt judgmental whispers of gossiping insects and the disappointment of the old wise pines on my back. I ran and ran and ran and ran and ran. Back to the house. Back to the safety of other people. Back to being alone. So, it starts off with that, and it's like a page of that, and then it goes into... um, (laughs) talking about like a um a like thing that she doesn't like to do so like horror movies Mm -hmm. she like just doesn't understand horror movies she's like i just don't understand like why we choose to be frightened yeah like is it like i understand a thriller but like to be frightened i just don't get it Mm um and she's like the thing that like the one that like stuck with her but as I move through today's wicked world, finding newer and larger things to fret over each day and the newer and larger questions to keep me up at night, I find myself longing for horrors of yesteryear, experiencing my first would-be kiss with a boy, fearing that a bolt of lightning would strike a tree outside, plunging through my bedroom window and into my chest, shrieking through a scary movie about Kate Hudson, getting her eyes and mouth stitched shut by a poltergeist. Doesn't that sound all sound pretty nice, question mark? Um, uh, you might recognize the latter reference to Skeleton Key, or you might not, because why would anyone know of this Kate Hudson fronted horror movie from 2005, which has a score of 38% on Rotten Tomatoes, <laughs> which the New York Times called a gumbo of fluff. But, like... Astounding. She's, she's talking about that, and then um, uh, the latter half of the chapter is about how, during the pandemic, her partner moved in with her, mm-hmm. and she was like I could watch certain things and it's fine but then it was like no you can't rewatch for the 38th time this thing like you should watch other things no and also breaking up you, you live with someone you should also like maybe watch things they want to watch instead of just watching the same thing you want to watch no. over and over again it's over wink wink nudge nudge <laughs> it's over <laughs> no, I we can't keep watching the same episode I of Project Runway All Stars I simply will be 
watching the same YouTube videos on me yes. you can't stop me. You absolutely will be, and that's there's nothing about that. Um, <laughs> Was that really the chapter you just trying to get me to watch other things besides no, Project that's it. So it's that, and then it starts talking about like, okay, which horror movies have you watched? Yeah. And then they're they're talking about like some of the ones that are like very queer, mm-hmm. but also like some of the thrillers that are very queer, and when they're queer women in like thrillers they're always just like psychopaths yeah and why like women who are bisexual are just like there to terrorize people Uh and it it was just like very funny Mm. um also they mentioned one of my favorites the roommate with leeton meester god where how many times are you gonna do single white female (laughs) yeah the roommate starring leeton meester minka kelly and ali from ali and aj and uh, and Allie AJ's butt, belly button ring, which gets ripped out of her belly button by the movie's killer in all caps. No! I'll yeah. never be watching that movie. So yeah, it's just like, um, it's just really, really funny. No, um, no, 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 Talking about like reacquainting yourself with like classics, like The Wild Thing, Single White Female, LOL. Yeah. Single White Female again Single with Leighton Meester. They've done Single White Female so many times. Um, and then talking about Megan's body... Mm-hmm. Uh, Jennifer's body. Megan's <laughs> talking body. Talking about Me- Megan's body. Jennifer's body. Uh, talking Audi. about Jennifer's body. Um, but yeah, it, it was just, it's a lot. I think it's really funny. Um, also, kind of just like funny to go over just like all of the like horror movies. Um, mm-hmm. And also sitting here and being like, I, I miss when things were simple. That's part of it. Mm-hmm. But also like, I miss the terror that... Uh, I miss when Tara had easy fixes. Back then, kissing was scary. Watching Kate Hudson's possessing was distressing. My understanding of what could be scary was so narrow. At the end of the day, I had the privilege of running home into my mommy's arms, and she told me everything was going to be okay. And then it was, even if it wasn't. So, like, I feel like everyone understands that mm-hmm. feeling. Um, and it's it's interesting how this book is like, here's a funny thing that happened to me, but also here's a really serious anecdote. Yeah. Which, like, I think we can all relate to that. Yay. Uh, but overall, I think this book is very fucking funny. Um, I'm so glad that you were like, oh, yeah, this book. Mm-hmm. Um, because this is, like, a a perfect, like, quick read. It's also, like, not super long. Um, right, well, yeah, it's just nice essays. So you can literally just pick one up and, uh, like, read It's 224 them. pages. You can also read all of them. Yeah. <laughs> All of them at once. Mm-hmm. All of them back to back. Um, oh, wait. There's a list here on this page. Bagels. Songs that are playing at CVS. Educational podcasts. Vibes. Like vibrators, but also vibes. Yeah, that's in the last one I read. Oh, yeah? I think so. Oh. Nail clippers. Wink. Boxes. Wink. Mm-hmm. What does that mean? Moving in together, probably. Oh. Bagels. Lesbian stereotypes. Blessed objects. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Sure. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think this is like a really fun read. I'm so glad you were like, we should read this. And I was like, I'm reading it immediately. Mm-hmm. We're doing it right now. We're I'm so right sorry. Now. I also want to read all of the other ones because they're also kind of like out of. Oh, the other order. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. the essays don't have like a logical order if you will it's just like here's the thing that was going on here I feel like mine were very much like here's a funny thing that happened and yours were like hey these are some serious things 
Well, there's just like the middle one was more serious. The other yeah. two I read weren't that serious. Yeah. The, the last one I read was just like a list of stuff. Love it, was just, it was it was funny. <laughs> give me hold question on, give mark. Me the, <laughs> the list of blessed objects is funny. One of them was the the vape pen uh, from mm-hmm. Mayor of Easttown. Which makes me feel like this book was published yesterday. Yeah, there's a lot of like really recent topical stuff that I was like, what the fuck? I didn't realize. How did we slip this in here? Something. Um. Yeah, this last one, there's like a. She does like. There's like a paragraph. The current uh, lesbian canon as it stands. Oh, okay. And Mm. then there's just like. The list goes fully off the rails unhinged yeah absolutely love that my own my only like criticism with this book and i think it's just is a thing that is happens. that a selfie thing no i well no okay i think it's just a thing that happens if you're an extremely online oh yeah like lesbian that like <laughs> i'm sorry can you repeat that an extremely online lesbian trademark yeah so there's like a lot obviously like so she's like a pop culture writer so like a significant amount of her writing is just like about pop culture and stuff like that yeah um but a thing that i hate that people do but it's fine i guess is when they get like way too excited about like straight celebrities doing like queer things oh yeah like people like anytime taylor swift does anything they're like it's a lesbian she's a lesbian i'm like first of all if she wants to come out, like, let her do it on yeah. her own time. And also, oh like... Oh, my God. If I could why? literally sit every single person that goes after the guy that was dating Camila Cabello... Oh, they all deserve a choke. Um, yeah, I, I'm tired of it. If he's gay, he's gay. If he's not, he's not. Also, just, like, leave the kid alone. Mm-hmm. I get it. He looks the way he does. Okay, cool. It's fine. Um, Let yeah. them write sad songs for teenage girls. There's like some. There's like so. This was like just a dump of pop culture stuff. The last one I read. Yeah. So it's kind of like not. It's like a. It's like probably fifty fifty. But like, there's a big chunk of it where it's like these lesbian things are just like straight white celebrities, and I'm like, okay, it's not. But like, mm-hmm. I don't know. I wish there was just like a little bit more energy put into like actually talking about like weird celebrities that do exist and like are functioning in the world and also mm-hmm. maybe a, a few more people that aren't white okay. that's my only criticism yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but that is a few more people that aren't Car- from, Cara Delevingne yeah if you could talk about anyone that isn't Cara Delevingne or Taylor we Swift. can talk more about St. Vincent <laughs> um, there's like a part in, yeah she's talking about Blake Lively at one point like I get it Kate Blanchett I get it but also like um, but that is just like I think do you have any if crushes you that are, are queer? Like, actually queer? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> if you are, like, a pop culture writer of a certain age and you are, like, a white lesbian that is on Twitter, uh-huh. that is just how your brain works. <laughs> that is just how your brain... That's your in the, in the U.S., I guess. Yeah. Because um, that's, like... I don't know. I don't... It's not, like... I don't think it's, like, harmful. Like, it's not... Yeah. That, but it was just, like... I was, like, rolling my eyes a little well, bit. I was, like, okay, time, like, can we, we stop talking about... Fuck you, Blake Lively, at ever. Don't talk about Blake Lively. Simply don't. After do having watched Gossip Girl, <laughs> I would never. I mean, obviously, Blake Lively is beautiful, but, like, I would never. <laughs> I can't separate her from that character. Yeah. Who is a, comma, mess, period. I would never be able to 
like look at her and be like, yeah, you know, I'm gonna be the one to change her. You know and make what? Her not a mess. I can't separate her from what the fact that she had her wedding on a plantation. Oh, she did. Yeah. I feel like you've told me this, and I've gone, ooh. Like, okay. knowingly picked property that was a slave plantation. I was like, ooh, it's cute. Let's do a wedding here. Anyway, there's stuff, but, like, there, like the, the, I don't want to, like, try and bring the whole book, that that was, like, uh-huh. my criticism with the thing, and it's, and, like, she does talk about uh, some other stuff, like, she talks about, like, Janelle Monet and, uh-huh. uh, like, I mean, <laughs> this list of, like, the, the lesbian canon people in their body parts <laughs> nev campbell at, at any age especially with bangs yeah like i get it but also a straight white woman <laughs> lucy Liu. Straight? yeah i think so that's disappointing um i can also imagine her to be ace El- elijah Dushku simply existing correct but also a straight white woman um regina king has queer energy in general, but specifically your shoulders and toned arms. Correct, but also a straight woman. She is? Yeah. I just imagined her being queer because she seems friendly. Oh. She's friendship. This is for you. Emma oh. Roberts saying surprise bitch. <laughs> Here's the thing though. I don't think that's that's lesbian canon. I think that is gay white man canon. <laughs> that's a little confusing there. Yeah, there's definitely some stuff on here that I was like, hey now. But like Zena Gabrielle, obviously. Gay. Um, obviously gay. Is Victoria Peretti gay or just I don't keep know playing who Victoria lesbian? Peretti is. The youngest girl from Haunting Hill House and also from Blind Manor, the nanny in Blind Manor. Oh, the one that was in you? Yeah. She gives friend shaped energy, which is me saying I think she might be queer. She's play- keeps playing lesbians. I just wanna know. But also like whatever she's gonna tell me. She can like write me in. Yeah. Um I'm ne- I'm not here to ask. But for like the, the, the list cards. starts like kind of sort of like okay like really? definitely queer and then it derails because at some point the vape pen that i was just talking the to golden about? gate bridge all alleyways wait that's lesbian canon the yeah. Golden Gate bridge yeah these are the part in the places section. Uh, okay okay mm-hmm. it's like when did we get to places mm-hmm. concepts oh next to blessed objects shape-shifting what <laughs> flight not like planes but wishing you can fly is lesbian Paying in cash. Like, it just, it like weighted blankets. Wait a minute, wait a minute, cast wait a minute. skillets, charcuterie boards, bonnets. As a person who. Everywhere that lives in Dea's mouth. <laughs> Everywhere what? Every word that leaves Zendaya's mouth. Cool Ranch Doritos. Zendaya is <laughs> queer. Yes? Um. The tuna sub from Jersey Mike's. The tuna sub from Jersey Mike's? Yeah. Well. It is a sub from Jersey um, Mike's. Yeah, so I, this is the last one that's very funny. It's cute. It's mostly just like a list of random things that... A gumbo of fluff. That are just like, <laughs> these are like jokingly... Like, it starts with like oat milk, I think mm-hmm. is the first thing on the list. It's very like Dua Lipa, energy. and then in caps, Dua Lipa in bold. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, so like overall, yeah, well, you're, I like the book. It was very funny. It made me laugh out loud a couple of times. I, all of the chapter titles are in Hinge. The, it's a very good. Um, I think it's just a matter of, like, that's the kind of person that she is, and that's how Twitter brain works. Yeah. Projecting... Kate Blanchett in suits? Proje- projecting too much gay energy onto straight people. They don't need the attention. It's no. fine. Kate Blanchett in a suit should be admired, but also... 
a white woman in a suit. Oh, a white, a white power suit. A white, a white, <laughs> white power. <laughs> don't don't say that. What? <laughs> I think say that, that is, again. I, th- I think that is. I'm sorry. I know this is in reference to this episode or just this book in general, but like that episode of Broad City. Yeah. For going like, yeah, my white power suit. And I was like, oh god. Like, immediately, I heard it, and I was like, oh! I love that episode. Is anyone gonna stop her? <laughs> um, alright, so... I can ramble about this book for ages, but also, yeah. just read it, because it's very funny. It's, it's very funny. I think if you need a good laugh, if you want to read something that's queer and laugh laughable, and also, like, mm-hmm. a real person talking about, like, them coming to terms with their sexuality mm-hmm. in a funny way, um, I don't think there's any kind of bad in this book? No, I didn't read anything that... I feel like we've read queer memoirs that are like, hey, bad time happened in my life. Here it is. No. For 40 pages. That's the thing that she's trying to to dissuade from in uh, Lesbian Yearning. Touch once and die. Touch once and die. Do you hear that, Shadow? I'm I'm gonna (laughs) think about that quote for a while. Touch once and die. Touch once and die. Add it to the wall. Oh my god. Devil and dick. Touch once and die. You're right. Um, alright. Well, also, I was gonna do this later, but... Oh no. Sophie. Are you proposing? It's a... (laughs) No, not yet. (laughs) Damn it. It's our 99th episode. 99? 99. That's too many. (laughs) We have to stop right now. Right now. No, we should have stopped at 69 or 420. So we have have a long ways to go. 420, (laughs) alright. We'll get there. Um, But yeah, I just want to thank everyone for hanging out and listening to our podcast. Also, to all the authors that hang out with us and talk to us. I love them. We love love and respect all all of you. you. Um... Except for that one. You know who you are. I'm just kidding. <laughs> start drama. Don't say that about Ryan. Yeah. <laughs> Ryan Lasala, don't don't ever speak to us again. Unless unless you want to. <laughs> unless. Uh, but yeah, I just Whenever you want to talk about the honeys, you yeah, let please, us know. Please. Um, I just can't imagine how we got this far. I don't know. How, also, how did we read the I would just like to say, as a person that went from reading, like, no books at all after college to reading at least two a month. Yeah. That's a lot. That's not bad. No. Um, especially, like, balancing, like, a full-time job and doing that. Mm -hmm. Really cool. Also, like, an excuse to course authors into speaking to me about things. Yeah. You love it. Wow. The dirt bikes? Guys, it's raining. It's driving. Get home. It's not safe. Mm. But, uh, Yeah. Our next episode will be our 100th episode. Holy shit. That's all I have to say. What are we going to do? I have wrangled, I believe, one or two authors to talk about book banning. Right. Yeah. I thought we were just going to scream into the microphone for 45 minutes straight. For 100 seconds. For 100 seconds, yeah. And then me and it go, oops. Yeah. (laughs) But yeah, um, my name is Brendan Patrick. That's Sophie Green. We were talking about Girls Can Kiss Now. It's a book of essays by Jill Gutowitz. And, yeah, we will catch you in the next one. Bye-bye. Bye-bye! Outro music. Bye-bye now! (laughs) Outro music! Oh, fuck.